But I think I can speak for a good majority of the world when I simply say nobody gives a flying fuck who Taylor Swift is dating. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke, with my beautiful heterosexual Jewish bearded life partner who we're twinning today. Like, look at this. This is amazing. We have our show. (laughs) We've got Tard and Feathered 2024, and then we got Hogan and Flair 2024, as well as we just got these in. I'm so excited for this. The All-American Savage Show stays on during sex t-shirt. Yeah. These are going to be on the website either today or tomorrow, johnburke.com. We appreciate all your love and support on this one. Oh, my God. And we even have the um, Shell Shock CBD hoodies coming back, make an appearance, a return. The uh, best ones we sold, the green ones. People really like those. So, yeah. But, yeah, you can get these. I think these are like, what, $24.99 on the shirt or the uh, johnburke.com or allamericansavageshow.com. That's right, John. It is $24.99. $24.99. And buy, get this right now. If you buy when we launch these, you get a free sticker. No, seriously. You can get the stickers by themselves or you get a free sticker with each shirt purchase. This goes to help support the podcast. We appreciate your love and support. You're on daddy duty, man. He was telling me before yeah. the show, he's like, I got to bounce out of here like when we open because uh, you got you got jujitsu, you've got soccer. Got to pick the ski- kids up Jeez, from school. You got to cook. You got to do make homework. Dinner, do the God, what's the right point now. in having kids? Jesus. I'm terrible at helping with homework, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It hits that point where it's like, oh, uh, go ask your mom. I, know. I don't know. Like, like, go huh, ask your mom. Questions are confusing. <laughs> I'm doing the second grade all over again. Three birds and Linda should shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about Linda. Stupid Linda. Anyway, what's going on, folks? Okay, are are the platforms working? I think they are. I think the platforms are working. I reset the router, restarted the computers, did the updates. I hope, I hope these are working now. Looks to be the kick and rumble are doing good. So we'll see. Um, But yeah. No, it looks like, oh, we're getting thumbs up. Good, good. Hopefully this has been, actually, I'm not even going to talk about it. We're just going to leave it alone. Don't don't, don't it. tempt yeah. the fates. Don't tempt the fates. Oh, man. Did y'all enjoy uh, Friday's episode? Don't forget, if you're an iTunes subscriber for 99 cents a month, you get access to our uh, Friday episodes, our free-for-all Friday episodes. We take your phone calls and stuff like that. So don't forget to go do that, you sons of bitches. Go do it. Go do it. Why? Because we need your money. That's why. That's why we do it. Do it all for the money. It's all for the the nookie. Cash. Cash money records, y'all. Balling for the 99 2000 I'm going to I'm so fucking white. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Well, Cowboys pulled it off this week. They uh, slaughtered the Pats. What was it? Uh, 30-something to three? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even watch that game. <laughs> Missed it. <laughs> no, we were on our way into Tango, and Sheila was reading off the score. And I was like, what is it right now? I think they were like 10-3, and it was like the first or I think it was first quarter. That's a good start, but I mean, last year they got completely spanked by the Cardinals. So it's are you like, a football fan? 
I'm in and out, dude. Like I want, so here's the deal with me in Dallas. We have this love hate relationship. Like when I'm in, I'm fucking all in. I'm jerseying up. I'm watching the games. I have not been that way in many, many years because I, I feel like I'm not going to invest my money. If a team manager like Jerry Jones can't hire the right people, I'm not spending my money on you. Cause I yeah. think, I think the biggest thing the Dallas Cowboys need to do is get rid of Jerry Jones, which is impossible. He's the owner. Once that dude kicks the bucket, we'll see what happens. But that guy destroyed a lineage. I'm still not over it. I don't care what anybody says. Jimmy Johnson could have went three-peat. And oh, yeah. because of Jerry Jones and his little ego, he fired Maybe more. Maybe more. Who knows? Yeah, because Barry Switzer next year took yeah. him to the Super Bowl. That was Jimmy's team. But anyway, to answer your question, I, I because she, in, she loves the Cowboys and she loves football, I'll, I'm semi-interested. We went to a restaurant before practice the other day, and we were kind of watching the Cowboys just completely get spanked. I'm like, dude, why the fuck am I watching? I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I think Dak is overrated. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I, I thought Tony Romo was overrated. Yeah. You know who I didn't think was overrated? Aikman. Aikman. We know why? Because he was putting the ball where it should fucking go. I'm sorry. I thought Romo was like one of the biggest just, I, I don't know. Everybody hyped this guy because of why? The same thing with the Taylor Swift dude. She's fucking whoever this guy is. Kind of, nobody gave a fuck about these people until like somebody famous comes along. Well, with Romo, it's just kind of like, oh, he's the next best QB. And I'm watching his games. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah, like, I'm he's, he's, he's a great decent. analysis for like on CBS when he's calling a game. Yeah. He does a great job. Yeah, I he think just, he would he just be, can't win a fucking game. I think he would be a really good coach. He never had uh, a good supporting cast around him, like a, a good offensive line. I think the best offensive uh, line they yeah, had was yeah, in 2016. Did, right. Yeah, you where, do have to have a good offensive line to give you that freedom maneuver in the pocket. I agree. And then once you once you start getting injured, it's just over you from know, there. I made a post about that though. I forget what I was. Somebody's like, "You watch football?" It's like, "What do you think? I'm fucking gay or something?" Like, well, then I could, if I was to like be somebody else looking at me, it's like I could see why you might think that. It's like, oh, he's he's flying. That dude's dead. Yeah, Sheila, she's a cover. That's a beard. That's <laughs> gay as AIDS, bro. Gay as A. <laughs> I'm just cultured. That's all it is. It's different. No. If I, dude, I really wish, I wouldn't say I'm a bandwagon fan, but I guess maybe I am kind of a bandwagon fan. I just want to see them actually do some good. But Jerry Jones and his picks, dude, he just, he keeps getting involved. And it's like, you need to back the fuck off. But um, I, I couldn't even tell you the fucking Dallas coaches right now. I, I don't pay attention anymore. No. Because like when I did, dude, I'm telling you, I was all fucking in. I like I betting was, on it too, on DraftKings. I can't, no, no. But I like, you know, three... Dollar bet, five dollar bet. Well, like I it just it makes today. it a little bit more exciting. Fair enough. Yeah, you got some skin in the game yeah. to a degree. I I agree. Um, I just I don't know. I can. It's kind of like an abusive relationship. I can only get my heart broken so many times for it. So you know what? I'm moving on. I'm yeah. gonna go support the Jets because clearly that's the team to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All the Dallas is like what? <laughs> the Jets? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, folks, if you're watching right now, do me a favor. If you're watching on Rumble, hit the like button, hit the follow, and share the podcast. We really appreciate it. It's how we grow. So we get more listeners to tune in. We appreciate all that love and support. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Hey, we got the uh, the mushrooms in. Yep, we're getting ready to release those. And the nootropic. Not the uh, not the kind. I dude, I wish we I wish we could sell shrooms like that. The psychedelic, like the psilocybin and all stuff like that. These are actually like lion's mane. Things that are actually good for you. Pill format. We've got the nootropic that's gonna help you with like extreme focus. Really excited for that. So that's gonna be coming to you soon, as well as these new shirts, new shirts and stickers. So you can't beat that with a brick stick. But on shellshockcbd.com, folks, if you go check it out, every product on our page, we've been in business since 2019, every product on our page comes with a 100% money-back guarantee. What are you waiting on? Go check it out. Go sign up. We appreciate that. Um, 
We're also bringing back the Halloween Booberry Bomb Drops. Can you hand me that one right over there, bro? Available in isolate, full spectrum, broad spectrum for a limited time. This is for Halloween. This is the Booberry. This is our Halloween special edition. This stuff is actually really good. This is our CBD oil. Well, John, what does CBD oil do? It doesn't cure cancer. It doesn't lower your monthly mortgage rate or improve your gas mileage. I wish it did. Oh, that'd be great. CBD, it's great for inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Folks, we're not going to sit here and promote this stuff as if it's a cure-all for everything. Like, no, if you need medical assistance, go get medical assistance. But if you're taking a Tylenol for a headache, that's why we use Tylenol. CBD, stress, inflammation, pain management to a degree. Check us out. This is the Booberry flavor. It's a CBD bomb drop. This is a collector's bottle. We only bring it out every holiday. But this is the second holiday or Halloween, right? Yeah, yeah this is the second time. So, again, you can check this out. Yep. Uh, Ski91 says, you guys doing Lion's Mane? Yes, sir. We got in a, th it's a three mushroom bundle, if I'm correct. It was the Lion's yeah. Mane and two others. Uh, very complicated, hard names to say. Pill format for those that, uh, well, this is Tyler and Omar thing. Like this is, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't know a lot about mushrooms to a degree of like the health benefits. I do believe in them. I have definitely taken a much different approach now to health because I feel like the older we get and the more um, exposés they do on these big pharma companies, the shit, the food that we eat, even traveling to Peru was a big eye opener for me to see the variations of corn, how nutritious their food was. You come back to America and folks, I challenge you when you go to the gas station or you go to the grocery store, how many things are you buying out of a box? Bro, it's it's eye opener. It really is. And I'm not trying to get I don't want to guilt trip you. It's just that we do have to take care of ourselves. So I have never really been too invested in the whole mushroom thing. But when I started looking into it and Tyler and Omar, who are uh, part of this company, you know, they said we need to push into this. Like, this is a very good thing. People like this. We need this. We need to have our own formulated brand or blend. It's like, let's let's look into it. We did it. We're gonna be launching that here in the next day or two. Um, and these are the, the health benefits on this stuff is incredible. It's mm -hmm. incredible. But it's just like, dude, uh, Sheila is very good at cooking more with uh, actual fresh chicken, stuff like that, because before it was just like everything's out of a box. Yeah. Everything's chemicals. It's all this other stuff. And even our food, like, even if you want to grow your own food, it's already become so um, nutritional value has just been so devalued because of all these, the uh, the seeds and byproducts, obviously these genetic I'm not sure what you would actually call it, the uh, not cloning, but in a sense, it's like we don't have the original seeds that were being planted before that, you know, say, for example, corn or whatever the case would grow to like with full of nutrients. Now it's been dumbed down so much because of all the pesticides being used. And I know I'm very I'm very amateur in this field, but it is one of those things that you can tell, because if you look at the older generation, what they ate and how strong they were versus us, it's it's a complete black and white. It's it's a it's a 180 on that one. And so. But yeah, we're pushing into hybridization. Thank you, BDP. Yes, hybridization. There you go. It's one of those big words. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yes, we are doing the mushrooms. We're excited for this. And it's pill format. And we're, I've Okay, so I'll be honest with you. We could have done gummies. Tyler and them said pills are better. I, I always feel that pills are kind of like so closely associated with like medication and people tend to shy away from that. We've seen large success with our Delta 8 gummies, our CBD gummies, our Rackout gummies. Um, and people love that. But we're gonna, this is our first pill pill product, so we're going to try it. We're going to see if people like it, so we're excited for that. Um, okay, question for Chad. Delta 8 or Delta 9, what do I take for writing SYFY? What is SYFY? I don't know what that means. Uh, all new non-CBD handmade soaps are $5.99 each sci or bundle. Sci-fi? Oh. Um, is that right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. he just spelt it SYFY, sci-fi. Okay, yeah. What do you know? Um, you take more Delta nine than I do. I stick with Delta eight. Why do you, why do you prefer Delta nine? Cause I always get this question. What's the difference? And I just say it's user preference. Uh, I'll go back and forth between the two. Uh, I feel like 
once you start doing a lot of delta of eight, you start to build up that tolerance. Uh, tolerance to the it. Delta nine hits you different. Yeah. So I'll take it mm-hmm. like I'll take like one and a half gummies of delta eight. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're one, dude. I'm still. I, so I microdose throughout the day now. So I'll do a quarter or half and but, I feel pretty good. Yeah. But then I'll go back to the Delta nine and get the same effect. So I'll just take one Delta nine. And, okay. Yeah. Well, stuff works. Man, how many people it doubted does. us when we first launched this? And then we slowly were like, whoa, bro. That's yeah. Even like pot smokers were kind of like, this is. I'm this seeing a lot them. of like some parents at my kid's school. Mm-hmm. They, you know, start to ask what I do and stuff like that. And when I tell them and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, some of the, some of their parents mm-hmm. are taking prescription drugs and mm-hmm. they got off of that and they went into Delta eight. So yeah. I've handed out samples and you don't make customers of, Hey bro, that's know, the way to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm to the point now of wanting to hire people to go to deep Elm yeah. on the weekends, just hand out free samples. I'm like, bro, you know, try one or two of our gummies. You like it, come buy from us because right now it's just like, do not legalize a weed anytime soon. But Delta eight is a great thing. Like I love, even once they do legalize weed, I'm sticking with Delta eight, Delta nine. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's a gummy format. I don't have to smoke it. That's just me. It's a bad thing about the government getting involved with this shit Bro, is they the uh, yeah. tax the fuck out of it, yep. and then you're better regulate off. Regulate the shit yeah. out of it, yeah. You're still going to get off the street. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Look at guns. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. So we have the non-CBD soaps. These things are incredible. Love them. Uh, we actually got one of those. Uh, so we... <laughs> I think Sunday we danced for like four hours. Like our feet were killing us. But so we went to CVS and bought one of those little um, tub soakers that you can put your feet in and have the massagers on the bottom of them. So we took our bath salt and put it in there. Shit's fucking bomb as fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. My feet came out like super tender. I was like, dude, this is kind of, I don't like this because it's really soft. But they smelled amazing and they were super soft. So I was just like, our shit works. But I was like, I don't think I'm going to use our bath salt on that anymore. Because I like, I like my calluses. I like them toughened up because that way you don't feel the shit half the time. But Stuff is good. It's amazing. Eucalyptus scented, folks. Check it out. The bath salt, shellshockcbd.com. It's amazing. Uh, Brenda Bear says, Job Burp, been here from the start. It's greatly helped my wife, especially after her stroke. It's been a lifesaver. My son's anxiety, ADHD, keep it up. Oh, dude, thank you. Dude, that's awesome. That's yeah, freaking awesome to hear, man. Time. Glad to hear that. Well, help us out. Help us keep growing, man. We appreciate it. Oh, don't forget the vanity link. Not the vanity link. Excuse me. Um, say like you want to refer a friend. Uh, they must be a new customer. Uh, they get $20, and you get $20 in points on a successful referral. Link to do that is the bottom of the rewards page. That's right, folks. If you've got a friend that's thinking about purchasing from us, okay, and you're purchasing CBD, whatever, and you want to send them to us, go to the rewards page. At the very bottom, there's a link generator that you can put in there on your profile. Give it to them. If they spend, they get $20 off, and you get $20 worth of points. You can't, uh, you can't, you can't beat that. That's pretty badass. Don't you try just, to. Don't, yeah, don't try to either. Oh, man. All right, so let's get into the news, folks. There was a massive announcement that we saw on, uh, this was, this happened like right at the end of the episode on Friday was RFK's bid. You see he's going independent now? Damn right he is. I'm excited to see for this. Now, this is going to be a very complex analysis here. I was having this discussion on a Twitter space, and here's first what I want to lay out. Now, Steve, you can keep up with me here because I'm going to be... I get in my own head on these things. And what, the reason it's a little bit more difficult to explain is there's various or there's several different variations we have to dissect here. Number one, let's talk about a Biden 
RFK Trump run, or we could talk about a Newsom RFK Trump run, or a Newsom RFK DeSantis run, or a Newsom or a Biden uh, RFK. There's just, you see what I'm saying? There's so many different combinations here. We don't know a, a true outcome yet. My honest assessment, folks, my honest assessment right now is it's going to be a Newsom RFK, don't know within the GOP. We'll just have to see. Probably going to be Trump, don't know. But so there's two different analysis I want to go over today. I want to go over the Newsom, RFK, Trump, Newsom, RFK, uh, DeSantis. I, I sincerely don't think Biden's running. I really don't. Newsom's making the prep. He's getting the foundation, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, getting the foundation down. He's doing the debate with DeSantis. To, I think that's, he's trying to position himself as if like, um, you know, why is DeSantis debating me? That's very unpresidential like, but that's Newsom getting his name out there in the GOP. That's what he wants to do. It's to get your name on the other side of the aisle because your side already knows you. The left knows Newsom. I mean, the right does know him as well. Let's not even get it twisted, but he's trying to get into their space and kind of change their minds. So that's why I think Newsom wanted to do this debate. I think DeSantis is smart for doing it. You should do it. Get more eyes on you. His his campaign definitely needs it because it's been a little lackluster at best. Um, but let's read this article real quick before we get into this, because this is a man. I'm getting a lot of different takes on this one. I, I love Twitter spaces in the morning. Like it's a lot of fun because uh, I love I love joining. I love listening. It's such a great experience because you hear there's some very intelligent people out there um, and there's some great people in the DeSantis camp. There's some actually great people in the Trump camp that will be in these spaces that will say, hey, this is why I disagree. And they actually make some really good points. I love those conversations. Mm -hmm. I love those conversations. I love listening to me. It's become a uh, like I wake up, I'll open up Twitter spaces. They'll somebody will have a space in the DeSantis team that I follow. And there's back and forth. There's back and forth. And it's just, it's very insightful because there's a lot of intelligent people. I've actually found two here in the DFW area. One is an Indian dude who actually listens to the show. I got to listen to him speak. Very intelligent guy. I, I actually thought about bringing him in. I was like, bro, I would love to get your your hot topic, your hot takes on uh, he's on some of these economic issues because he's way more smarter than me. He's way smarter than me on economics. Like he just was breaking it down to such a level. I was like, damn, that's fucking brilliant. Um, and it's always good to surround yourself with people that are way smarter than you. Because again, if you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong fucking room. You're in an elevator. So that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> what the hell's going on? What's going on here? I don't even know. I'm in an elevator. I'm trapped. Oh my God. I made a post about Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Like it never, it never, it never ceases to amaze me. You mean me. Britney Knives? Britney Knives. Uh. And I made a post about it because it was fucking funny. I mean, she's just been posting some really 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 weird shit as of late and uh so apparently if you didn't know she she i think we talked about it on the last show she did a video holding some knives i don't know why i i don't know why you would do that um so anyway i somebody tagged me in this or they said it to me on twitter it's and so it's a meme of britney and it says you're not like the other girls and then it says her you know other girls and it's a picture of britney holding the knives looking all fucking crazy and stuff and so i post that and this dude comes out there, his name's Paul Williams Jr. and says, how about people leave her the fuck alone? She's not breaking any laws or hurting herself or anyone else. Not very small government or libertarian of you. <laughs> okay. I, I always love these, these stupid shit takes from these people that try and shame you for not being libertarian enough. So explain to me this. And I, I simply responded with, it's like, you're right. Me, you know, basically using my First Amendment that doesn't infringe anybody else's rights is so non-libertarian of me. I'm horrible at this. You're, you're entirely right, you fucking retard. 
I just sit there and I read these comments like, look, just say that you like Britney Spears and you don't want anybody making fun of her. Why don't you just say that versus your projection and trying to use this libertarian nonsense bullshit as your means of like deflecting any criticisms? Leave Britney alone. That's what he's essentially doing. It's like, look, she put out a video on a public platform wielding some knives like fucking, I don't know, Gordon Ramsay over there. It's like, a little strange. It's, it's just, fucking crazy. It's, it's a little strange. Who the fuck? You're not in Cirque du Soleil. Stop. Put the knives down, Brittany. So I made a joke. And, you know, the video, or the, the meme, it says that. So my response when I posted it was as if I was there, I was like, hey, no, you're perfectly fine. Nothing's wrong with you. Let's just put the knives down and give you a, like, ambient lace mojito or some shit like that. And so the guy says, you're the one suggesting to give her a drug lace mojito. I was like, it's called a joke. It's called a joke. Is it that hard to comprehend when the post is a meme? I mean, does it is it really that difficult? People get so just really upset about this shit. It's like, she ain't going to fuck you, dude. And nope. if, even if she would, like, would you want to? Because like, it ain't the boldly go where no man's gone before. It's like, you're going where a lot of dudes have been, and a lot of dudes are no longer around, and there's a reason for that. Same as, like, Taylor Swift, homeboy. I'm, I'm just going to say this. America, world, NFL, whoever needs to hear this. I think I speak for a good chunk of people out there. And I know that's very just me making a lot of assumptions here, and it's very presumptuous of me. But I think I can speak for a good majority of the world when I simply say, nobody gives a flying fuck who Taylor Swift is dating. Okay? Nobody cares. Don't give a fuck. Because give it two months, he's going to be on the backblast, and there's going to be a song about him. I don't care. Nobody cares. If you're a dude and Taylor Swift shows interest, you should run the other way, bro, because there's a hit song about you in the making. Get the fuck out of there. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. I know is I'm not the only me one. me or does she kind of have a mullet haircut? Bro, she is not attractive. I'm sorry. Taylor Swift just looks like, I don't know. She is not beautiful. She's talented with singing. I'll give her that. But attractive and hot, I'm sorry. Like, she, I'm not going to criticize this woman. Actually, no, fuck her. She's a Democrat. Okay. She's got some beanpole-ass legs. And dude's like, oh, she's so hot. I was like, bro, she's got, like, her legs are just, like, there. There's no, there's not, you can't even see if there's a quad in there or a calf. It's just straight. I'm like, damn. Ugh. No, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Either way, um, I know that was she a low brow. She looks like Dynamite with a leg. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, you nailed it. Nailed it, Tammy. I just, dude, I don't know. I just don't know. All right, so we got the streams. Are both streams working? It looks like it. Inshallah, Brittany. We got, uh, yep. All right, cool. Everything's working. Make sure you follow us over on rumbleandkick.com slash John Burke. Bird legs. All right, let's get into the actual news here, folks. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, poll, RFK Jr. independent bid would help Donald Trump hurt Joe Biden. Okay, you see, but that's what I'm saying. This is coming from Breitbart. When you say hurt Joe Biden, it's not Biden. Biden ain't running. So if Biden was running, yes, I think this article would definitely have a lot of weight to it. Now with the the dynamic change, it's like taking a um, okay, what would you call that thing? The a roll, not a Rolodex. Uh, it's like a cipher. And but this cipher, there's an outcome for each equation that you punch in. There's a different outcome. Well, we've got like three or four different equations. So it's kind of like you can't sit there and say, uh, you know, would RFK hurt Newsom versus um. Biden, he definitely would hurt Biden. Biden, his, his favorability rating, well, well, you know what? Let me just start with that. Let's just say Biden did run again. I think RFK would split the DNC fucking hard. Yeah. 
if Biden runs, and this is why I don't think Biden is going to run. Now, now, you can quote me on this one. Biden is not going to run. If Biden does run, Trump or whoever the GOP nominee is going to take it. I guarantee. And here's why. Biden's a favorability rating is in the dumps right now. His VP is polling at less than like, what, two or three percent worst VP in history. Now, again, polls don't really matter. But when you've got a favorability rating that fucking low nationwide repeatedly, that's something that you don't turn away from. That's like, OK, this is serious. But RFK Jr. is anti-establishment DNC. He calls for transparency. Now, he's back and forth on a lot of these things. I heard in some Twitter spaces that um, RFK Jr. is going to draw a lot of the libertarian vote. I disagree. No. I, I emphatically disagree. RFK Jr. is a gun grabber. This guy, he can run independent. You can say I'm an independent, but that does not make you a libertarian. Libertarian, usually the ones that are more independent. Why? Because I think both parties are full of shit. Justifiably so. But to run independent as a party or as an independent label, if you want to call it. Number one, he is not firmly pro-2A. That's a biggie in the libertarian movement. Number two, he talked about medical, transpar uh, medical transparency in regards to COVID and stuff like that. Libertarians do love that. But the third one, though, is he actually called for those that came, that came out against climate change to be prosecuted. Big no-no. Now you're infringing on First Amendment, freedom of speech. And I made this point in Twitter space and said, here's the deal. RFK Jr. mirrored Vivek Ramaswamy. You were on the radar and then you've had this big fire in the pan, a flash in the pan. Since the last debate, no one's talking about Vivek. Vivek's not in the mainstream anymore. Now it's DeSantis again. He went on Bill Maher. And I want to talk about Bill, DeSantis on Bill Maher. He actually did really good. Bill Maher, took, he made a really good, um, he made some really good points. And we'll get to that. And I thought DeSantis did really good. But again, I want to go back to RFK Jr. He, he did this flash in the pan. Everybody loves him. He's in shape. He says the things that people like hearing. Then he just kind of backed off. Now he's back in the news again. But why I say that is once you get back in the news and you really get both sides putting spotlights on you, now you're going to have to stand accountable for all the tweets that you've made, everything that you've said, and people are going get to get to see a more well-rounded version of you. Because you can sit there's like, this is what I stand for now. It's like, but wait a minute, like six months ago, you stood for this. What changed? So I think that's going to happen with um, RFK Jr. And that's why I tell people, it doesn't matter what the polls say. There is still a lot of time left in this game to play. And shit's going to change. People are going to say dumb shit that is going to blow up in their face. They're going to say some good things that attract new voters. It's just, it's way too early to tell. So it's like trying to predict the Super Bowl at the first game. There's no way. There's so many things going to happen. Injuries, whatever the case may be. So now, if this is a Newsom RFK Trump run, that's going to be interesting. This is completely, this is not John Burke's political take as far as my personal opinion. I'm talking about from the outside looking in. That's going to be a very, very interesting race. If it is Newsom, RFK versus Trump. Because here's the reason. If it's Newsom, I really feel like Newsom is going to draw a lot of Democratic voters. This guy has slick back hair, looks good, briefs well. I I, dude, I know where you're going with this. The thing that will blow up in his face is his stats from California. Now, the biggest question, though, that people are going to ask is, would RFK pull votes away from Newsom? Or who would RFK pull more votes away from, Trump or Newsom? Newsom. I'm thinking Newsom as well. Yeah, I think he, I don't know that independents are going to. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't they, get what he's going to He's going to get saying. the independent yes. votes. Yeah. I think it splits the Democratic Party. I, I think yeah. he gets more of the Democratic votes than the Democratic nominee. I think these Democrats, no, no, I think no, most yeah, Democrats yeah. are probably fed up yeah. with the Democrats that are in office right yeah. now. I mean, you, you just can't look at what's going on right now. They, you, ah, everything's okay. Yeah. Do you think any of the Trump voters would vote RFK? Because I've seen a lot of conservatives say no, that they would vote not RFK. Not Trump voters. You don't think so? No. Trump voters are hardcore Trump voters. This is where I'm going ultimate, ultimately, though. I would love to see a stronger independent candidate come out in 2028. If RFK can pull more people centrist, 
in the sense of which, you know, actual libertarian principles, which we'd have to see where he goes on that one. Because again, like you said, like I said in the past, he's, he's actually called for like, you know, if an assault weapons ban bill crossed my desk and I'm paraphrasing, I would sign it. It's like, bro, you're a gun grabber then. Yeah. then you're not pro 2A. You're not a libertarian. You can run independent all you want, but it's like they say you're libertarian in name only. But I would be very interested to see how, if this wakes people up to what true uh, libertarianism is. And when people say, what is true libertarianism? There's this big, vast gap in the middle here to where you kind of have people on the left side of libertarianism that believe in completely open borders, yada, yada, yada. And then people center in the right that don't believe in open borders. They believe in closed borders. That's where I stand. I consider I consider myself kind of like a conservatarian, I think, in a sense. Um, but I, I just think that RFK, and a lot of people are saying this is going to hurt Trump if Trump is the GOP. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But both of these people are not pro-2A. But I think overall, though, I think simply that RFK was once a Democrat recently, as of recent times versus Trump. I don't think it's going to hurt Trump nearly as much as it's going to hurt Newsom. I really oh, yeah. don't. I'm, uh, it's not surprising that there's already an assassination on the guy. Yeah, I did Assassin say that. Attempt. Attempt, yeah. And, you know, RFK even said they're going to come after me. We'll see. I mean... They're doing the same thing to Trump. I mean, yeah, Latita James, that thing, his, uh, his, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, his lawsuit that's going down. Um, but I don't know, man, it, it's just very interesting to see what people's, um, I think RFK is more of a likable person. Than I think so. Anybody too. else on the democratic side. Oh God. Well, I don't know. If there's any other democratic politicians that as likable as RFK. I mean, I w my thing Even is, I would, really, thing. I would really love to see where most Democrats stand on Gavin Newsom right now. Like, do they like him? Because we have our perspectives because we see this guy as a, a just a complete snake. This guy is clearly a hardcore Democrat. This guy is here clearly for the mandate, lockdowns, everything. But with that being said, I wonder how Californian Democrats feel about uh, Newsom versus, say, for example, New York Democrats. I don't know. They keep voting for the guy unless he's hardcore cheating in California then, I mean, they keep voting for him, so they must love him. Yeah, it's still hard for me to believe that Trump Jr. is dating his ex-wife, who has a kid <laughs> with him. You didn't believe me when I told you that. You were like, there's no as a yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how you do that, right? I, I don't know. She went from like... Um, Staunch Democrat. Yeah, uh, yeah. You went from one extreme to the other, because normally there's kind of like a shift in between the two. Like, damn, like this one, you just went full on out, just straight. Yeah, no more liberal to, uh, we'll do conservative, but we'll see. Yeah. Let me read the actual article, folks. This is coming to us from Breitbart News. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr., running as independent in 2024, presidential candidate would help former President Donald Trump and her President Joe Biden the general election. A recent uh, echelon inside survey found. I, I just really feel like, like I said, it's going to be newsome, dude. It's good. It's got to be newsome. You know, even for the simple fact of Joe Biden, like this guy is just horrible. He's he's AWOL. This guy is not there. So and I would it, love for him to stay in the race. Yeah, I, I think see, it would just I, be yeah, hilarious. Yeah, and then because you never know with Newsom as president, if he did get elected, there's no telling what kind of damage this guy's going to do. Because we already see what's happening in California. Clearly, this guy is all about the mandates, all for the lockdowns and stuff like that. But I, dude. I don't know. I kind of feel like this is so complex right now. What's the point of even calling it? We need to get our final three lineup before we even start making predictions. But, you know, political pundits, political analysis, this is, our, this is their bread and butter. They're making all these calls. I'm just going to say, like, dude, I don't know. I just don't know. There are so many variations and variables involved in this. We'll just have to wait and see.
Um, I think Hunter Biden's case has a lot to do with who who steps in as well. Think so? I think so. I think it's the reason. I think the reason Hunter like, Biden. How, I think, how much trouble is are these guys in? That's the part that I think as Hunter Biden continues to escalate and blow up more and more and more, it's eventually going to hit Biden himself, and that's when it's going to be. Oh, by the way. I'm not feeling a 2024 run because of my health. We're going to bow out. Newsom's taken over. That's how I could see them kind of gracefully letting him just get out because they, Democrats, they're they're never going to go out and concede like, oh, yeah, we messed up. Like, we're getting rid of them. It's because nobody is. Yeah, nobody is. Nobody's going to step out there and be like, oh I, oh, I screwed that no, up. Absolutely not. But, it, but I don't know how much more the media can cover for the Bidens. You know what I mean? There's there's so much stuff. Yeah. Up. Well, did you see the uh, the congressional testimony hearings? Oh, they're they're trying to play it down. They are so trying to play it down. It's like even your own people don't believe in this. It's like, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yes, they, they do. do. They absolutely do. It's, but they, they, I don't know. It's a, it's an it's annoying at this point. Yeah. Because even like, what's well, the press? You know, it's the MSM. Oh, like the local station here in Dallas was like after the football game Sunday night had this I don't know two three minute piece about Donald Trump and all of his hearings and all that stuff, but zero. On Biden, yeah. his impeachment. Now Biden's—he's the president. And he's got an impeachment query going on, and nothing. They don't, yeah. they don't even touch on it. They're, yeah, because Marjorie Taylor Zero Greene's leading that one. Minutes. Yeah, they don't want to give him any more airtime than necessary. And they're just trying to downplay it until it actually becomes a mainstream issue, and then they still downplay it. It's not a big deal, but. A preview of the survey shows Trump leading Biden in a head-to-head presidential matchup nationally, 46% to 43%, a three-point lead. In that scenario, 11% remain unsure. That's another thing people don't understand or realize or even think about, for that matter. There is still a large chunk of the voter base uh, in the GOP that is still undecided, much less Democrats. You think the GOP has got it bad? Imagine Democrats right now. You've got Biden, right? In, in their mind, Biden's re- he's running. According to Biden, he's running again. Bro. You know, if Biden actually does run again, I will be legitimately shocked. But that, does, that does beg the question, though, where are Democrats left? Where are they going to go? Not Kamala. Get, no, I'm just saying, where are they going to vote? That's where I really feel. You know, Democrats, most Democrats, I feel, are not going to vote Donald Trump. I think they would favor more RFK. Yeah. So I think if Biden ran, RFK is going to be a serious contender. But you're going to see the DNC in the center. You're going to see DNC and independent. They're going to split that vote. So you know how they always talk about, like, if you're a conservative, you vote libertarian, that's a vote for the left. The same rule applies to the left to a degree. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I see the premise of their logic. So we'll see. But I think if they do if they do run Biden, if the, puppet, if the puppeteers in the White House run that guy again, dude, you're, you're going to lose. The only chance you've got at potentially winning is Newsom. That's yeah. the only way. With Biden, you are going to lose. Because I know, folks, when I made this point before— I don't think necessarily that people voted so much in favor of Biden with his 81 million votes. It was that they were fucking afraid of Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the antichrist. But now you've got an economy in shambles. You've got a favorability rating, the lowest it's ever been. I think Democrats are finally getting to the point now that they start to see how the open border policies have been disastrous. They see what illegal immigration has done for these these sanctuary cities. You know, you have to be a fool, a legit fool, to see what's going on in New York and places like California as a Democrat and not look back at the presidential administration and say, this is what you did. This is what you did. You opened that border. You, Eric Adams, Newsom, all of them, you said your sanctuary states, and this is what you did. You know, folks need to understand and realize this. This is what, this is what you need to understand. When these, when these governors and these mayors, these Democratic governors and mayors, start declaring their cities and states are, shanks, are sanctuary states, 
the voter base, this is what you need to understand. What they were essentially saying is that they're okay with you footing that bill through taxation. That's what they're basically saying at, at fundamental uh, foundational reason, if you, want to, if you want to describe it like that. What they are saying is, we don't mind bringing on extra fiscal burdens because our taxpayers are going to pay for this. That's what they're essentially saying. So if you're cool with that, well, then by all means, you go right ahead. But if you're not cool with that, you might want to consider either voting somebody else in there. And if you can't, getting the hell out of there. Because, mm -hmm. folks, I'm telling you right now, that's that's basically, in layman terms, that's what they're saying. Bring them on in. We got nowhere to put them. We'll just use tax money, blah, blah, blah. Because they're, I mean, we can agree. I think every Democrat and Republican across the board that live in places like, say, for example, New York, New York, you could easily say, um, you know, I think our tax money is better put to more um, effective use and say, for example, the opioid crisis, fentanyl, homelessness, rape, crime, things like that versus having to deal with illegal immigrants coming in that actually only help the aforementioned stuff I just mentioned or I just talked about. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, Democrats go on these policies based upon emotion. It sounds good. It briefs well. Well, you know, there is no such thing as an illegal human being. Well, when he's a rapist, absolutely, yes, 100%. When he comes from this third world country where they don't punish these people and they don't give a shit about it and you want to bring him into your state, what do you think they're going to do? That's why I say multiculturalism doesn't work. People just don't seem to get that because what you have been programmed into believing is that every culture around the world is just so great in its own right of respect. That's not true. That is 100% not true. There are some cultures that are complete garbage, and I would not want here in America. For example, Sharia law. A lot of Middle Eastern cultures, no, sir, absolutely not, infringes on the people's freedom. But if they're Islam, oh, well, now we're Islamophobes. No, I just don't like the idea of a guy getting to beat the shit out of a woman because he talks. You see that? There was an article um, just came out uh, yesterday or today. A woman is given one-year jail sentence in Qatar. Because, or excuse me, in Dubai, because she touched touched the arm of a police officer, some shit like that, just for touching the arm, a year prison sentence. Good job, Middle East. There you go, Democrats. You can't criticize that because if you do, it's Islamophobe. I bet their crime is very low, though. It is. It's insanely low because they rule people through fear. Yeah. Through fear. In Dubai, they actually have a very interesting way of doing that is that if, say, for example, you apply to get a visa to go live there, you commit any crime, you're gone. Doesn't matter if it's a speeding ticket, you're gone. They kick you out. Like, you will obey the law there. And if you're a woman, this is where it gets a little shady now. Not shady. It's where it gets bad. If you're a woman, you don't have any rights over there. You don't. If, like, you say, for example, you go to a party and you get, we talked about this. If you go to a party, mm -hmm. and this is what I heard from them, from people that live in Dubai themselves, specifically men. They said if a woman goes to a party and say, like, she gets raped, she can't go to the cops. Because the cops could ask her, why were you at a party to begin with to put yourself in that position? You're at fault. Now you're going to jail. That's how bad it is. So the crime is low. That's great. But your life sucks ass. So you have to walk around hoping you don't have a target on your back and you don't look at men. If you're a woman, you do not look at men. It, dude, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it briefs well. The, the metrics are incredible. Like the analytics of like all their stuff, it, bro, it looks great. If you're a dude, like if you're a guy, absolutely go to Dubai. But if you're a woman, I think twice on that one because you're kind of like, I don't know, I might check it out. <laughs> just saying, you might not like it over there. So, but. Overall, as far as RFK Jr. goes, I'm excited to see this because I think just for yeah. political shakeup, I love seeing this. I love seeing independents come out there. Not He would not be the candidate of choice for me to, like, to run somebody independent, but at least it's somebody that's not as fucking crazy as, say, for example, uh, Gary Johnson and the rest of them. 
I think RFK. He's a smart guy. His stance on guy. COVID, I think yeah. everybody could agree yeah. with. That's which what I makes think him so is, popular. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is the most dangerous thing for the Democrats is the fact that he'll come out and talk about COVID and how it was terrible and how all these pharmaceutical companies became uh, even wealthier. Yeah. Yep. Because of the uh, vaccines and all the gov- government subsidies. He preaches a lot of transparency. Yeah. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, in fact, I think he's the only candidate that preaches it to that level. I don't Has he see said him- anything about shutting down the FBI or the CRA, CIA or anything like that? I, I don't know enough. I would imagine so. Because he's already said the CIA is out to get him. Yeah. You know, and that's what they talked about. Like, CIA was responsible for, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Killing President Kennedy's assassination, stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure this guy doesn't have much love for the three-letter yeah. agencies. I would assume. But then again, this is politics. Who knows? this goes on Bill Maher. Bill Maher, um, I think Bill Maher is a great pulse of the nation because Bill Maher used to be a hardcore liberal. He's gone way more. With the further left the left wing has gone, the more extreme they've become. Bill Maher is a great example of what Elon Musk once uh, did a meme about. He talked about how that you were once on the left, but then the left went even further left and it kind of repositioned you in the center. And that's where I feel like a lot of Democrats are going. So that's where I look at like someone like Bill Maher. He is still by any stretch of the imagination, he's still a liberal, still a diehard Democrat, but he's a more reasonable one, more reasonable one. So I'll go with, I'll go with a lot of that. I like why I like using him as a metric to see where kind of like common sense, moderate Democrats are standing right now. So we'll see. Anyway, um, I think I'm not sure who Kuru is talking to in the chat, but if he's going to be disrespectful like that, we can get rid of him. You want to come in here and disagree. That's fine. Um, but let's keep it. Um, let's keep it. Let's keep it civil people. Um, I am interested in what people's takes on DeSantis are when he went on Bill Maher. Bill Maher hit him the one that was actually really good. He talked about how, you know, Donald Trump comes out as pro-choice, but DeSantis did sign a six-week abortion bill. And he said, well, according to your side, pro-life is the moment that you two are in the room together and you start bumping uglies and another presence exists. That's pro-life. And DeSantis actually answered in a way that I, I actually respect. And I think Bill Maher is right to a degree. But DeSantis said, that's what the people wanted. That's what they voted for. Legislation rules all. I was like, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's just, if people want to say it's a state's right issue, but then I do have to fall back to my thing of kind of like, if you're pro-life, you're pro-life, you're pro-life. But I do feel like something like that is a happy compromise. But again, that's what was wanted in the legislation. Oh, and Nikki Haley talked about how DeSantis banned fracking. Interesting enough, it was banned in 2018. He came into office in 2019. And the Everglades. The Everglades banned fracking because you're not, you don't want to drill in the Everglades. So when she made a really hard hit point on DeSantis on that one, I kind of wish DeSantis would like hit back harder. You know, he'd be like, that's simply not true. It's like, say it's not true, but then hit her with the facts as to why it's not true. But I saw that and I was like, huh, interesting. But Nikki Haley's jumped in the polls. Polls don't matter. I'm just saying, but they are. Did she jump ahead of uh, DeSantis? uh, I think now it's DeSantis and Haley. But Vivek's kind of dropped down in the third or fourth place again. So like I said, it's everybody, it's, it's, it's Trump and then whoever's versus DeSantis in the chat. But I think Nikki <laughs> and Haley, like thirty points down, and then thirty it's... points down as the rest of them. Yeah. But uh, did you see Nikki Haley and the uh, the supposed uh, hoax at her hotel room? The bird brain. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said the Trump team. Yeah. And it's like really, really. It's like the, and then shoulder, the, and then shoulder the, in real life. Yeah. And then the Trump, and then the bird jumped out of the cage and said, "This is my country," and then shit all over. I was like, "Come on, Nikki, this didn't happen. Stop with this." Like, and if it did, all right, it's a bird cage for being a bird brain. Fine. But I just I feel like. Come on, let's. Somebody left you a birdcage at your hotel room. It's not like they were uh, threatening to kill or uh, yeah. rape you. Come on, let's be honest. 
It's like this is like some Godfather. I'm gonna make an outfit. She can't refuse. Here's a birdcage, bitch. Birdcage. Just don't see it. But that was in the news. Nikki Haley's like, yeah. But I think right now they're talking about Nikki Haley is versus DeSantis. We'll see. And again, the new uh, debates are coming up November third. It's November something. I forget what it is. But should be interesting. I think that one. Um, who's hosting it there's a lot of blowback on that i know trump's calling for them to just cancel the debates of course trump doesn't want to debate but i forget who the moderators are i don't know i don't think no no, it's not by fox i think it's i think it's by nbc so you know it's gonna be a leftist network but it's gonna be good though because i want to see how these candidates do against leftist talking figureheads and we'll see i don't know i think i don't think think fox's uh interviewers were that much different than cnn or msnbc uh, you know, but at the same time, though, I'm glad they're asking them the hard, ridiculous questions because I want to see what they're going to answer like to that. Because who's who you'd vote off the yeah. island? Well, no, not just All that, right. but like those socialist based questions as far as like Obamacare and stuff like that. And they try and pitch. It's like they try and do a gotcha moment. And I want to see yeah. how these if these Republicans will stand up to these leftist questions and be like, you're full of shit. So we'll see. I don't know. That's just uh, me. I don't think we've ever really seen real journalists in our <laughs> lifetime. No, I think journalism did exist. Yeah, very. Not not during these later years, yeah. Looking at the people who were... Will you hand me one of those CBD energy sticks, please? It's empty. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Yeah, looking at the people who have been in media for, I don't know, 20, 30 years who were trusted names. Yeah. You look at them now and you're like... Dan Rather. Yeah, these guys have been lying the entire time. They've just been running interference for their political buddies. That's it. Bro, Just keeping everybody in the fucking dark. It's been sad to see. It's been sad to see how, you know, <clears throat> you could turn on the news and get actual facts. And the level of propaganda now has just hit an all-time high. Uh, it's, I have it's never ridic- seen you so much James propaganda. James with people admitting shit on videotape. And they're like, oh, this guy's, yeah. it's selective, stage, edi- it's selective like, editing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, What's well, because uh, there has been selective editing in the past, so then naturally people are very leery of that. But then when you got something that's not selectively edited, you see the full piece. Like, okay, how do you deny that? Well, I need better context. Like, it literally gave the entire, you know, the entirety of all the context you needed. But no, it's because people have become so polarized with misinformation and propaganda, and the the end result of that is to where now people are going to get to the point where they should have been from day one, which is very skeptical and paranoid yeah. of every single MSM article that hits your news feed. Um, I saw one uh, that CNN is running about uh, Chief's ex, Chief of Staff, uh, or not Chief of Staff, uh, what's his name? John, not John. Uh, just came out today, today or yesterday. His, um, I forget his name. I should have known this. Should have. Either way, this guy who is Trump's longest term or longest running um, confidant in his administration has come out against him saying things as far as like Trump basically talked about insulting the military. The whole piece was basically Trump's insults the military talking about from John McCain to George Bush, uh, just senior who got shot down. And then he talked about that the guy was there with Trump at Arlington and Trump looked at him and said, what's it? Why did these guys do this? What's in it for them? Now this is all hearsay. This is what this guy is saying that he heard, heard Trump say, but I listened to something like this. And it's like, dude, it's literally your word versus his. So who am I supposed to believe? And at this point, it's like there are some instances or there's some issues or there's some stories I'm not going to take a position on because there's no point. Mm-hmm. You can't prove either one is right or either one is wrong. So all I'm going to do is just say, throw it away, delete it. Doesn't matter. You can't come to a, a justified outcome because, again, when it comes down to he said versus she said, both of them are going to say what their side wants them to say. So, mm-hmm. but it is telling, though, that Trump lost this guy, too. I, I wish I had his name, folks. I apologize. Um, it was on Twitter. 
And I watched the article, which was just ridiculous because it was kind of like, oh, from this guy. And it's like, well, this guy could be lying. You know, he, he a lot of people have done that. What's funny is they'll take somebody else's word as gospel, but you have Hunter Biden himself with WhatsApp text messages saying, my father's sitting yeah. right next to me. If you don't pay me, then yeah. I'm going to, you know, come after you. Yeah. Like, oh, well, that's, that's, he's just a crackhead. He's just a silly crackhead. Oh, my God. Dom Luker tweets out, this is the most accurate court sketch of all time because nobody could have made it this far. It's Trump sitting next to Jesus. What is wrong with you people? Like, seriously, what the hell is wrong with you? Anyway, uh, moving on. Schwarzenegger. This guy. Schwarzenegger, this, this article comes to us from MSM.com, um, the Western Journal. It says, Schwarzenegger told Americans, screw your freedom. Now he thinks he's still got a home in the GOP. This dude is the furthest thing from a conservative. I don't know why you'd think that you should run yeah, as a Republican. I, I, that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> First I, word. I'm, Strangely, Hollywood tough guy actor and former California governor Arnold Schwarzenegger seems to think that he still has a home in the Republican Party despite saying, screw your freedom to Americans doing the COVID-19 hysteria. Schwarzenegger, of course, famously ran for the governorship in 2003 as a Republican and won the office on the tail of the recall and ouster of Democrat Gray Davis. But he did not exactly govern like a Republican. And since he left office in 2011, his statements have been anything but center right. But now, in a new interview with New York Times, the Terminator star says he thinks the GOP would welcome him with open arms. He's not wrong. I think they would. I think the yeah, GOP. Well, yeah, I think the GOP definitely would open him, but also they'd be wrong. They'd be wrong in doing so. He, this guy. I'm sorry, man. I just I don't get where people think this guy is anything but a conservative. He he's nothing nothing yeah. close to being what a conservative is. When you make a statement during COVID lockdowns and you say "screw your freedom." To me, that's kind of like, in biblical terms, that's like blaspheming towards God. Like, when you're saying screw your freedom and saying then fuck the Constitution, if that's the case, then, bro, you're the enemy. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, the whole Feinstein thing, I think there's just a lot of weak people out there. Well, we should, no, fuck her. I hope she's burning in hell for what you stood for in life, for the unborn that you murdered, for the freedoms you try to strip away from fellow Americans. No. Diane Feinstein? Yeah. She's probably been dead for like 20 years. <laughs> she looks like it. <laughs> you'll, you'll get nothing. You'll get no kindness from me. These people are our enemies, and people forgot that. Schwarzenegger, this guy was for lockdowns. Remember he talked about every time he got a jab, he all promoted and stuff? It's mind-blowing to me. Screw your freedom. All right, motherfucker. Like, fuck you. I'm yeah, sorry. Man. It's ridiculous. Douchebag. In the interview, Schwarzenegger blasted the left and the right equally for dumping on each other and then insisted to me, it's funny because I'm somewhere in the middle. Dude, you are nowhere near the middle. No, he's a, he's you, a leftist. He picked hard left. During COVID, you went hard left, dude. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, how do you do? I would love to be a, a fly in the wall in his brain because what in the world would make you rationalize or come to the conclusion that you are somewhere in the middle? You're the furthest thing from it. You are hardcore left. Yet every issue he brought up during his interview placed him squarely among the left-wingers he finds so amusing. He supports radical climate change. He is pro-abortion for all the pandering to the general and racial groups he the left loves. And he also has been pro-vaccine and pro-mask wearing. Indeed, even compared the Trump administration Adolf Hitler's Nazi party, according to people back in 2021. Okay, let's break that down real quick. Okay, radical climate change. I support climate change in a sense, we should put a lot of money into the recycling, the saving, saving the planet. I agree with that 100%, but not at the cost of the taxpayer money to the point where like 
AOC's Green New Deal was $17 trillion is going to bankrupt us. No, absolutely. We saved the planet, but now we're eating bugs. Hard pass. I'd it's rather not even saving the planet. Yeah. It's trying to use True. the solar panels to power everything yeah. and windmills to power everything. And yeah. it doesn't make any sense. You still have to burn coal to get these things. I broke it down for me to buy solar panels on the new house. And I found that, it, dude, to even make my money back, it's going to take me about 25 years. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it right now. That's just me. If you've got a better deal out there, that's great. But what I was priced at and what I would roughly save in electric electricity and then, you know, your tax credits and stuff, Even it, it's, it's an ROI. You're, you're going to see years upon years before you see an ROI on that. Those now, are more damaging to the environment than just to anything else. Oh, I'll be the first one to tell you. I don't give a fuck about the environment in that case. I'm talking about, like, I care about my electrical bill just dropping the fuck off. But if to install those motherfuckers, it's going to run me anywhere from, like, thirty-five dollars to $50,000. And then I just, you know, I calculate out what I'm paying for electric and, you know, yearly. It's like, dude, it's going to take me like fucking 20 years, 20, 25 years. Like, I, uh, I mean, I'll still be around. You're not going to take them with you. I'm not going to take them with you. Absolutely not. But I don't know. It's, yeah, solar panels like 45. Dude, it's, it's insanely expensive. It's like, yes, it does lower your electrical bill way the hell down. This is true. But, yeah, it's like trying to buy another car to save. Yeah, exactly. It briefs well, because but when you actually sit down and you do the math on this, you do save money in the long run. But most people don't give a fuck about that law. Like, for me, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. I see both sides of it. It's just not an investment I'm willing to make yeah. right now. Not for, like, anywhere from thirty dollars to $40,000 to $50,000. Absolutely not. No. No. Um, and, yeah, by the time you get your investment back, they've expired. Exactly. That's the biggest thing is kind of like, because there's always, at the rate technology is going and progressing, there's going to be newer, better models in, say, five years that are going to be cheaper, more effective. I just feel like it's not it's not the time to buy yet. I still feel like all of this is still in, in its infancy stages um, because, you know, as time goes by, look, for example, at the iPhones back when they first launched, they only had like some basic functionality. Now, my God, you can do anything with iPhones uh, or look at uh, Tesla's and stuff like that. When they first launched, it was like a basic model, but then you, you continue adding, you make them better. Same with any kind of technological advancement in any, any field out there. I feel like the solar panels going to go the same way, but you think so? I, I do. I just, like I said, I cannot rationalize. I know prior to Biden, I'd went to Lowe's and for solar panels, including, not including installation, it was 25,000. Now it's upwards over uh, 30 to 40 to 50. It's, it's insane. But that's also because people are tired of spending money on gas, which I understand. I get that. So I don't know. Um, okay. So he talked about, he supports radical climate change. I support cleaning up the environment, cleaning up the ocean, doing our part, doing what we can. I'm not, like I said, I'm not an extremist in the sense I'm going to go glue my hand to a sidewalk or throw paint on a fucking Rembrandt. It's not my style. But I also am not going to sit here and preach to the world that like, oh, hey, the uh, the alternatives that we just stop using fossil fuels. That's not even pragmatic whatsoever. Uh, the second one, he said he's pro-abortion. Yes, he is. I mean, he's made that um, he's made that clear. Oh, by the way, the shirts are live on the website. Shirts are live at johnburke.com. Uh, we take a little break, a little commercial break here. Let's uh, let's go check out the, uh, the site. Thank them for thank the web people for making this happen for us. Uh, so if you go to johnburke.com, you go up at the top, you go to merch. There they are. The All American Savage Show shirt stays on during sex with a sticker included. Um, you got Tart and Feather 2024 sticker included, and Hogan and Flair 2024 sticker included. Or you can get the stickers by themselves for $1.99 a pop. You got the cups. You got the, man, you got a lot of great stuff there. So again, this is johnburke.com or allamericansavageshow.com. There is a link. You want to buy the shirts, get them now. Get them where they're hot. Go get them, folks. Go check them out. We appreciate it. 
Uh, this goes towards and they're the tribal line too. Oh yeah, they are tribal line. Super soft. These are really um, comfy. Yeah, I can't I wear like any it. other t-shirts. And now. screen printed, not direct to garment. Screen printed yeah. lasts longer, better quality. I don't like direct to garment. I've never liked it unless you're just like a high class machine. I've never heard of direct to garment. Usually fades a lot quicker. The graphic does not look nearly as good. The screen prints where it's at. Yeah. So again, appreciate that. Yeah, we got the eggplant bottles. You got all that stuff. We got the All American Savage Show stickers. So you want to support the show, again, go to johnburke.com or allamericansavageshow.com. Grab your shirt now, limited supply. If these sell well, we'll order more. You know, we, we can get more made if people like them. But uh, we got a limited run for starters just to see. We test the water, see how it does. So, again, johnburke.com. Get your uh, Tartan Feathered 2024 T-shirt. We got small, medium, large, extra large, 2XL, all the way up to 3XL. And these are pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Um, Undertaker and Warrior 24 fight for the day. <laughs> not gonna be. I think people would know who the Ultimate Warrior and Undertaker are. But I think more people would know who Ric Flair versus Hogan is. So that's just me. All right. Moving on from Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Um, Representative Henry Cellular carjacked by armed assailants in D.C. <laughs> well, you got to love Democrat policies, don't you? You got to love Democrat policies. Representative uh, the Associated Press reported that a statement on the incident was released that said, in part, as Congressman Kuehler was parking his car this evening, three armed assailants approached the congressman and stole his vehicle. Luckily, he was not harmed and is working with local law enforcement. Man, if that is not a, um, if that's just not a sign of how Democrat policies are always such a failure. Yeah. It's like now you're, you're, I'm glad to see that happen because it should be the Democrats that are the first ones to pay. Did you see that old couple? It was like, I think in Oakland that uh, they had a home invasion. Mm. They're watching their grandkids. Mm-hmm. Like no, I didn't A couple in their 70s. They were there for like, I don't know, 45 minutes. Stole like 10,000 bucks. It's it's nuts. What, did they just hold them at gunpoint? They held them at gunpoint. Yeah, luckily, wow. they didn't get hurt or anything. Good. That's the good. People just took all their stuff and all their good. money. And they were there for 45 minutes. Good Lord. Yep. I had listened to uh, this podcast. It was a clip. Of I forget who this. I don't know if it's fresh and fit. And they all look alike to me at this point. It's like these. I don't know. But you got this. <laughs> it's typically a woman. It's always a woman when it comes to the Second Amendment. Uh, this girl talks about how that we don't need guns, and if somebody breaks in or is trying to break in, you should just flip on the lights, call the cops, set the car alarms off, do everything you can to discourage them. And so you're just sitting here listening to her talk. And it's like there is a reason that most women need men in their life because you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like you don't think. You don't. I'm talking about for like Democrats, Republican women. They get it. They get it. Conservative and independent women. They get it. Liberal women. You have to have men in your life because you're too fucking dumb to think for yourselves. Like you, you really are. Because that's one of those things of like, wait a minute. So you think that you should be able to set off your car alarm? This other stuff. Hold that thought. We're gonna go practically. We're gonna put this into practical application. We're gonna go move to the ghetto. We got a nice little house set up. You're a cute little white girl. We're gonna put you in downtown ghetto. See how you do. And when these dudes are breaking into your house, threatening to rape and kill you or rob you, matter of fact, you don't even know what they're going to do. You see how that works out. I just want to see how that works out for you versus, you know, you have a little pew pew there. You rack that bad boy and you potentially, without even firing a shot, thwart a would-be robbery. Yeah. You ever heard a shotgun get racked? That'll that'll make your butthole pucker, especially if you're on the receiving end of that. Oh, hell yeah. Try that sometime. I dare you. I dare you. Hobo, uh... Give a five dollar dono here. Oh, thank you, hobo. Be like John Burke. Wear the shirt like Porky Pig. Make sure your three inches of angry pud shows. <laughs> You're proud to be savage. Uh, is Rumble glitchy again? I don't know. 
But yeah, I watched that podcast. Like, this is why I can't consume content like this because I get so tired of listening to these basic issues that we've already answered these questions to. We've already debunked these stupid perspectives. And yet it's just like, how many times do you have to explain one plus one to these idiots? But finally, you know what? I give up. You're unsavable. Go practice what you preach. And, you know, I actually had this uh, really good, or I was reading this really good thread on Twitter. And, you know, we talked about this before. We talked about as far as abortion. And this is where it gets really slippery. We talk about if liberals want to commit abortions, if they want to murder their own at such astronomical rates, why are we stopping this? Because by and large, liberals are going to raise fellow liberals. But at the same time, we do know that most people tend to turn conservative as they get older. So it's like, I don't know. It's a a baby. It is a baby. It does have a right to life. But it's just like, if it's going to be, if they're going to raise another fucking trans kid, another fruitcake, it's like, does that child really have a good shot at life? Does that child really have a good shot at being a productive member of society? Or is it going to be another drag on society? Yeah, I, I don't. I think I just side on on the side of life. Well, side of life, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. That's, I was kind of like, yeah, but is it really? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, despite who's carrying the child, I, yeah, you know, I know, it's like. I just, you know, I just you hate see the a newborn like, baby. Oh, you're right. You Every know, child has a right to life. I agree. A helpless, beautiful yeah. little miracle. Yeah. So. They want to trans and chop the genitals off of right out the womb. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I watched, um, <laughs> dude, TikTok. It can really make you feel really good about yourself. Um, I've watched. There's this couple that live in a trailer that I see pop in my feed from time. I don't follow them, but they just for, for some reason suggested. I don't know why. And they have this NBC trend. We've talked about this before. And these people are literally sitting in their trailer. They've lost their furniture and they're asking for donations. They said, but they don't make enough in disability. It's like, but you're sitting there engaging on TikTok. You're moving around. You're fully functional. You could at least at minimum sit at a desk and type. You're not disabled. You can work. You choose not to. I find it very difficult to feel sorry for these people. Everyone's got a disability. Everyone's got a mental disorder that prevents them from working. Everyone's got, you know, again, the more that we enable this type of weak-minded behavior, the more that people are going to come and and basically milk the system using this tactic. This dude weighs like 300 pounds. His whole family weighs 300 pounds. So you're clearly not hurting on food. You don't want to work. You're physically fucking lazy. Well, John's like, and I watch him walk around. Well, I can't walk very well. Well, then you can sit because you've been sitting there yelling at TikTok for fucking hours. So you can work. You just choose not to. That's the difference. So why should I feel sorry for you? And that's just the thing. I see a lot of this. I see a lot of this on TikTok. And I'm like, my God. I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think people are fucking lazy. All right. Uh, Milk in the system. Yeah, 100% milk in the system. But did you buy a shirt yet? If you didn't buy a shirt, you're wrong. Go rep the Savage Show. Hogan and Flair 2024. Then Tard and Feather 24. And then All-American Savage Show stays on during sex. What did you think about the um, the pick by Gavin Newsom to replace uh, Feinstein, Lupita, Lupita I haven't, Butler? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, is she black? A black lesbian from Maryland. Shut the fuck up. Color me shocked. I mean, he, said, he said, I think back in 2020 or 2019, he was going to do that. Yeah. He said whoever it was, he replaced him with a black Wasn't woman. even from a, somebody from California. Bro, you got to love it. You got to love it. This is Newsom. Well, again, this is, we continue. Is it insul- to me, it's, it's, insul- yeah, it's, it's a little bit insulting, insulting yeah. that, you know. By a, virtue of your sex and race, you get this position. Yeah. That's fucking pathetic. And it fails. It fails every single time. I don't know. I just, it's it's sad. 
Speaking of sad, Laura Trump. Oh God. I don't know. I, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, so for those that don't know, apparently at a Trump rally, they were playing Tom Petty's Don't Back Down. Wanna stand my ground. You could stand me up at the... That song. Okay, very popular song. It's actually a great song. Yeah. Well, they got sent a cease and desist saying, don't play our song. Eminem's done the same thing. You know, no matter what song you're going to play, the artist or the recorders will be like, don't play my shit, bro. I don't like Trump. But fair enough. Got it. I don't give a shit. You know, they're all acting like little bitches. Because overall, it's kind of like, dude, I'm not going to say anything. Say like say like as a Republican or as a conservatarian or whatever, and I may I put out a song, and the left wants to use it at their rallies. Dude, I'm not going to tell them no. You're only making me famous. You're only getting my song out there. People are going to download it. My royalty is going to go up. Like, go for it. But if you really want to stand on principle on that, you be my guest. But either way. So, in retaliation, Laura Trump apparently drops a single of her singing, Won't Back Down. And somewhere out of left field, she suddenly adopts a nice little southern draw. Because after all, that's what country music is about. It is, folks, I'm going to play it for you. You just tell me what you think about it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, whatever good idea fairy, like, jumped up on her shoulder and shit in her ear on this one, really no. So let's let's go to the song because, oh my God, here we go. One second, guys. It's on Spotify. Apparently, they're saying it's being censored, but here we go. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. Wow. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Wow. No, I'll stand my ground. Won't be turned around. And I'll keep this world from dragging me down. Gonna stand my ground. And I won't back down. I won't back down. All right. That's, that's all I can take. That's all I can take, bro. What are you doing to Tom Petty's song? Like, stop, stop. What is this? What is this? Write yourself a different song. Or find somebody that can actually sing it good. (laughs) Jeez. This is cringe as hell. This is really cringe as hell. Like, who who thought this is a good idea? Are they trying to tank his campaign? (laughs) Dude, I don't know. Her, Don Jr. They just need to take a break. Take a break. Stop helping. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> like, leave it alone. You got to just stop helping. Stop trying to. All right. Just bro, it's bad. It is bad. Enjoy your life. <laughs> Sit back. Look, I think it's it's commendable that you do want to help your dad. Like, fair enough. Your father-in-law, whatever the case may be. I get it. It's team effort. But, but oh, my God. Come on, man. This this comes as, like, so out of touch. This is too serious of a situation <laughs> for these D-bags to step in and, like, put Whoa. their own personal touch on it. Yeah. I mean, Don Jr. wasn't the reason Trump got elected in 2016. No. His daughter-in-law wasn't. Nope. None of his kids were. I mean, he, granted, I think his kids are successful. I don't. Maybe they're probably nice if you hang out with them. But this stuff is just—it doesn't do anything for me. No, it like, really doesn't. It does not make me want to vote Trump even harder. It's just like this is cringe as hell. Please stop. Like you're—you're you're not even just embarrassing Trump. You're embarrassing the entire GOP. Knock yeah. it off. Yeah. Stop. I'm trying to support the guy. You're not helping me. 
<laughs> you're making this really hard. You're making it hard, yeah. Oh my god. No, so you know, they they made this big hoopla about it that the truck the, the song was gonna drop September 29th. And it was like a week ago I saw this article, and I was like, okay, I don't know if she's a good singer. And I saw some people I followed on Twitter sharing it. It's like, oh, I've listened to it. It's cringe. It's bad. It's like worse than cats trying to fucking fight at the same time. So I kept scrolling. It was nowhere to be listened to. So I somebody actually shared her recording it in the studio. And the song and the the vocal track. And you look, I'm not gonna sit there and pretend that I'm even the best singer out there. I'm better than that. I will tell you, I'm fucking better than that. But when I listened to her uh her vocals without the the backup, it was like, oh my dear Jesus. Why? Who who thought this is a good idea? But uh, so the reason this got brought up is right now the Trump camp is talking about how Laura Trump's single censored on Times Square billboard on music charts. They said that Spotify and the rest of them have been reducing the uh, the rate that people are the the exposure of the song. Um, which I wouldn't doubt that. I would not doubt that yeah, one. Of course they will. I won't doubt that one single bet. They're not fair. They, no like, hell no. They are not, not no, fair. No. If you're Trump, if your last name is Trump and you're New, New York City, yeah, forget it. Yeah, Might as well leave. Laura Trump's new single, a cover of Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down, has been censored on Times Square Billboard, with the billboard company refusing to print her name on the cover art to promote the song. Uh, yeah, if you got a picture of it pulled up, if you're watching the show live, the actual image shows Laura Trump on a horse in Times Square on a billboard, but you don't see her name anywhere. Now, clearly... Well, I don't know if you'd be able to recognize her. Let me put this word back. I don't know if you could recognize it because of the angle. It's a black and white photo uh, and the shadowing around the eyes and stuff and the hair. I guess maybe you could identify her. I probably would have. I would think she's probably some country artist I've never heard of. Don't know. But either way, I think it's a shitty thing to do. Because, again, if you're going to, I would imagine they pay to put this ad up there. Let me, let's continue. I don't know. The company TSX Entertainment suggested they could... Okay, there it is. The company said they could put Laura, but omit Trump in the text of the billboard, citing the word Trump as an issue, according to emails obtained by Bright Bright obtained by Breitbart News. Yeah, a photo of the cover art for the single showed up in Times Square Friday without any text, neither her name nor the name of the song. Okay, yeah, that's. Well, my thing is though, if you're gonna go through this company to run an advertisement, they say, well, these are the stipulations, and you agree to it. What are you bitching about? I think it's fucked up. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I think it's very fucked up. But it's like, hey, you can use our billboard to promote your products, but you can't put your website or the product. I'm like, well, okay. And then you get a bitch about it. It's like, well, assuming, assuming that's what happened here, unless this is just something between, between radio stations. This is the same billboard company, by the way, who was happy to host Black Lives Matter advertising, Planned Parenthood advertising, Teachers Union advertising, but I'm too political with a cover song, she continued. Uh, producer at First Class Records, LJ Fino, told Breitbart News the action represents a clear attempt to stifle and limit expression of free speech and bedrock of music. Adding that TSX Entertainment's political bias is digging their own grave. I am deeply concerned about the decision by TSX Entertainment to exclude Laura's last name from her billboard, Fino told Breitbart News. This is a clear attempt to stifle and limit the expression of free speech, the bedrock of music. It's crucial to entertain. I agree with them. I agree, but it's also one of those things of like, it is a company. They have every right to do this. But I, you know, I get both sides of this. I do. I understand where they're coming from. It's fucked up. It's bullshit. But I also understand it's like, it's their company. They have the right to do that. And if you don't like that, find a different company. Uh, you know, and I, hopefully that makes sense because I get very, I get very nervous. When people start saying, well, companies should be required to do this. Like, no, it's a free market, dude. It's a free that you've got to go to where 
The market favors you. If they, this is, these are Democrats, folks. You already said, you're telling me that before you went to them to take out a billboard out or whatever, you already knew they did plan, but you already knew they did Black Lives Matter. So then what did you think was going to be? Yeah. I'm very curious on that one. But at the same time, yeah, it's fucked up. They say no. Or it's fucked up. They'll do a compromise and just put your picture without the song. To, I get it. It's fucked up. But don't give them your business then. But I think what they were trying to do is make an example out of this company. Because otherwise, you know, Trump's being business connoisseurs, if you will. Who would who in the right mind would take on an ad and say these are the stipulations, no song title, and your name can't go on there, and say okay, you're spending money, you're throwing money away for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. So it does beg the question of they were doing this to make a point, which is fine, it's fair, but I think it was a dumb thing to do. You know, if, if that's what happened, I'm just speculating here. Um, a representative from TSX Entertainment did not respond to a request for comment. The billboard ran Friday to Saturday and was never corrected. I just find the whole thing uh, not only insulting, but discriminatory in nature. Now, now I do have to caveat. If the Trump team or whoever took out this ad and said, this is what we want to include Trump and the, and the song down, they said yes, and that's what they put up there, then yes, you have every right. right, absolutely every right to go after them and say, we want our money back, whatever the case. That's fair enough, yeah, because you censored without telling the person. So that's a whole different category. Or... You just don't use it. They knew that they were going to do this and they just did this like yeah. a publicity stunt. So Could now be. it's in the news yeah. and people are probably going to go out and buy it yeah. and they'll make w- money off of it. Potentially so. Absolutely. Because I controversy mean, she's had sells. a dream to be a country singer now for <laughs> about 45 minutes. <laughs> and they're trying to put blanket like on her. They're trying to, trying to crush my dream. They're trying to crush her dream. I'm Lord Chubb, down here from yeah. Washington, D.C. She's going to, oh her God. and that guy, the <laughs> Northman, uh, Richmond, North of Richland. Yeah, Richmond, North of Richmond, yeah. yeah. He's doing He's doing. They're great. going on tour, Her, him and Laura Drum. He actually sounds, but you don't like him, because you said he's a dead ginger. Uh, he's a dead ginger. Oh, have you his, changed? His, no, his voice is just too twangy for me. Well, that's, it's and he doesn't like, even talk like that. No, he doesn't. He talks like, he's just a regular yeah. person. Yeah, he's like All of a sudden, he's like, my meow. Hey man, it's a unique. I'd prefer him over her. I'd prefer him over Laura Trump, hands down. I mean, he could at least play an instrument. (laughs) I like his voice. It's kind of like blue. It's like blue blue bluegrass country without the banjo. Um, It's kind kind of of banjo-y. Yeah, hundred percent. But you got to remember that's like old school country. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's why we. I, I I made the statement. A lot of people don't agree with me. I think Hank Williams Sr. was not a very good singer. Well, John, yeah. what do you mean? He was a pioneer. That's what made him so original, so unique. I think Hank Williams Jr. was a much better singer than his father. I think yeah, Bo Stephus yeah. was fucking great. Hank Williams Sr. is like, I just, it's like you pinch your, your nose and you sing. It's like, you get, hang on, Logan. But at the time, again, at the time, it was a first. It was hot stuff. It was hot stuff. Uh, go watch uh, the Saki Baden boys. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, yeah. It's very, you kind of get what it was like living out in the good. There wasn't a lot going on. I mean, you didn't have things like, we have so much entertainment at our fingertips now. Back in the day, it was literally just listen to the radio, watch the grass grow. There wasn't a lot of shit going on in the world. Ski in the country. says that Laura Trump can play the skin flute. I have no doubt. That's how she probably got into the Trumps. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's Appalachian music, John. It's a thing. I, I don't doubt it. I think it's, I like his voice. I do. What I want to hear repetition, it's kind of like Rob Bailey. Like, I like Rob Bailey. I like his songs. But I, I knew from Hustle Standard, and I was like, you don't have a long-term career here. Why? Because your stuff is the exact same every song. You're screaming at the mic every single time. So there's only so many different lyrics you can do that with. 
before it's like, okay, there's nothing new about this. It's, it's different. So, and you know, Rob's first album was fucking amazing. Second one, it was just like a lot like the first and a lot of people started catching on. It's like, eh, but they're fucking big, great business people. But Laura Trump, I'm not sure what your longevity plan is here. I think you're right. I think this is a, a PR ploy, cash get grab. in the news, cash grab. As you can see, Trump's again fundraising hard again because of his um his Latita James Latita James trial that has now went to court. I think this is day two with the fraud claims. Did you see those people in the like just smirking and I gotta say this real quick? Dumb fucking faces. Real quick, I'm not voting Trump, but here's the other part. I'm sorry, but a judge is not a land appraisal appraiser. You you <laughs> I'm sitting here when this judge said Mar-a-Lago's not worth that motherfucker, you're not an appraiser. You can't make that call specifically without a jury it's as well. 20 acres even with a jury. So even 20, with a jury. 20 acres on the beach, beachfront property. Is you know who gets to million make that dollars? Call? The fucking bank. The bank makes that call. It ain't you. So that whole thing was bullshit. I'm like, but a lot of people that have never been in real estate before, and the only reason I could bring it up is I just bought the new house. I'm like, bro, that's not the way it works. Nope. That is not the way it works. A judge doesn't get to come in there and say, like, mm, I think your house is worth this. Hammer gavel falls. That says, like, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. You're telling me that Donald Trump's house, Mar-a-Lago, is only valued at 18 million. You're out of your fucking mind. You Crazy. are out of your fucking mind. The fact that it's Donald Trump's. Donald Trump, Donald Trump's house. And the way I can prove this is look what people will pay to sit down to a dinner with this guy. Yeah. You're telling me that his, no, What stop. about these people who get paid $500,000 to go speak for 45 minutes? Michelle Obama, she's got her, her wisdom is that, yep. is that much? Yep. 500,000 people leave there with the, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. Now, if Trump makes some life. shit, that's different. But I'm talking, talking about like a judge has the right to say, your property is valued at what I think it, <laughs> no, dude, you're not a pro. And also you're not the lender. The lender gets to make the call on this one and you ain't it, brah. So I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, Back to Laura Trump. Apple Music was uh, suppressing visibility of the song on its release day Friday, according to a report in the Daily Mail that included a screenshot of Apple's search function where the song cannot be found in top results for a query of the exact name of the song. Uh, when you search for I Won't Back Down on Apple Music, Laura's rendition of the song does not come up in the results, the Daily Mail reported. And when you click on Laura's name, the tune only appears below eight other songs, including parody tracks like a fake rap battle between her father-in-law and Hillary Clinton and a song called Fake News 2. Um, in addition, when you type in the track name of Spotify, it's not listed in the results and it's only accessible when you search for a full name. Let's try that right now. It may have changed since then, uh, since this article came out. And I hate to say this, but sometimes your shit ain't as fire hot as you think it is and people aren't going to search it. And, it, you know, they say a lot of the search results are based upon the popularity of a track, whatever the case may be. That could be also coming to play, too. Let's, I think let's, it's a publicity stunt. I, oh, absolutely. Either way. I think that's All what right. it is. I don't think Won't, they care anything about that or about the billboard or any of that stuff. I think no. it's just now everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Now you're going to go look up their song. I just searched it. It's the first one that popped up. There's two of them. Yep. See, let me try Apple. Now, again, this also could have been changed once the article hit. And they're trying to cover their tracks. I'm not saying that's that's that uh, it is a possibility. Won't. Or they're doing it for this reason right here. The fact that we're even looking this up. Won't back down. Um, yeah, it's not showing on Apple. No, it isn't. Thank God. Probably doing her a favor. It probably. Won't back down. Laura. Yeah, if you, you type in Laura Trump, it pulls up. I wonder if there's like a. A list of downloads. You're not gonna be able to see that, probably. A lot again. A lot of the stuff, you know, 
what people don't get is like, say for example, everybody's, there's a lot of independent artists out there and they're all releasing new songs all the time. Why aren't they on the billboard? Because it becomes who's, it's a popularity contest. Who gets more downloads? That's what gets top charts and stuff. Maybe they're just not getting the numbers. I mean, Tom Petty should come up first. You would think, you would think, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're the whole premise behind this is that they're trying to stir up controversy where it doesn't exist. Maybe Apple's kind of like, yeah, you're not getting the votes. You're not getting the plays you think you are. Yeah. So now you're competing against mainstream Hollywood, uh, you know, musicians and stuff. It's like, I'm sorry, but you're not getting those numbers. Therefore, your shit isn't going to populate at the top. And then they're going to put, you know, drop this out. They're like, wait a minute, which forces, not forces, but convinces, well, let's go look this up. And what happens? Your downloads go up. Then you go to the top of the charts. This has been done time and time again. Controversy fuels downloads. Gets Didn't clicks. you run for office or something? I don't remember. I have no idea. I thought you ran for office over like North Carolina or something like that. Yeah, possibly. I, I, I haven't up. looked into I, I her. I thought now. she did. She's really spreading herself around there, huh? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. UK to ban trans biological males from female hospital wards and prevent sex offenders from changing gender. Atta boys. UK's getting in on it. Good for you. Good for you for doing the right fucking thing. Took you long enough. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. The British government will reportedly ban transgender individuals from female hospital wards and prevent convicted sex offenders from changing their gender as the struggling conservative party looks to throw some red meat to the base before the next general election. The Tory party conference in Manchester will reportedly see top members of Rishi Sunak's government announce crackdown on the excesses of transgenderism movement as the government continues to, flay or to fail on the two main issues concerning the voter base, cutting the seven-decade high tax rate and cutting both legal and illegal immigration. Health Secretary Steve Barclay will use his speech at the conference to announce a war on wokery in the healthcare system, including a ban on biological males claiming to be transgender from being placed in female-only hospital wards. You'd think that would have been something from the get-go, but automatically the left was simply just straight from the get-go saying that's transphobic. Mm -hmm. You're trying to be transphobic? No. They should have access to the same facilities women do. It's like, no. You see, that, folks, that's what happens. When you step into the arena and you start playing these games with these idiots, that's what you're drawn into. The best bet is to stay the hell away from it. Stop trying to demand massive change on the 99% scale for the 1% of morons out there. They're just crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're so crazy. This is what happens. So then you concede. Oh, man, can become a woman. And they say, well, you know, as now a new woman, I should be treated like a woman biologically. It's like, wait a minute. Okay, look, we fed into your dysphoria up until now. But when you go to a doctor and you say you want to go in for a mammogram and you got a cock, doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, just put your cock up there and <laughs> smush it with this thing here. I'm just saying that when you enter into that arena of insanity, you can't sit there and be surprised when it drags you down to their depths of just retardation. That's what this is. So... When you come out and you say, by the way, uh, trans women that are men becoming women, you don't get to go to an all-female ward. Well, wait a minute. It's like, no, because you're not female. And my point is, well, then if they're not female, why are you conceding to that level of stupidity? You know, should they go to a psychiatric ward 100%. instead of a, yep. a jail? Yep. Go get your brain fixed before you get your nuts fixed. I mean, because that's what you do with schizophrenics, right? If like a crazy well, person goes out and starts killing people, you put them in a psych ward. Put them ward, in a psych ward. Yeah. Right? Bring them back. Yep. yep. I just, I don't know, man. Because nobody's going out there and saying people who are schizophrenic are actually yeah. those people. Let's just accept mm -hmm. it. And they're going to put eight people on their applications. You know, you, you do got to love that. Like, we, we should. 
if someone's a schizophrenic, you don't sit there and confirm the voices in their right. head are justified. Oh, I hear him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear him too. You're 100% right. That's not reality. Yeah. But for some reason with transgender fruitcakes, it is. Weird. I and saw every, that one lady sorry. with her kid and it, who's a boy and she was talking, they were talking about him being a girl and how his penis was, uh, God, what'd she call it? A birth defect. Oh my God. These I'm people like, are just nuts. People are nuts, man. Destroying lives. This is what Democrats do. This is what Democrats do, man. I, I just, I, I, <laughs> This was a, a mother with her child. We have so much saying we have that so many, his penis was a was a birth, birth defect. Yeah, there are so many more pressing and bigger issues than having to deal with this stupidity. This is retardation. And I'm not saying that to be this is legit retardation. These people are retards, retarded in how you think. That's what this is. It's insane to me. And the fact is, now we are giving these people that think in this manner validation by buying into their beliefs to an extent. And, you know, I had to, I had to change my viewpoints. I think Shapiro was wrong. I think I was wrong. To sit there and call, it starts with the pronouns. It starts with, folks, here's, here's a lesson plan right here. It starts with the language. Control the language yeah. to support the action. What do I mean? Pronouns. The pronouns in the bio. All that bullshit that hit the news hard. Then what? Transgenderism. So... By saying, using the right pronoun that matches their gender, which doesn't even align up with their own things, because they say gender is, there's no programs that discern, because gender is fluid. It's just continuously changing. What they mean is like, whatever I feel like is what I am at the day. So therefore, pronouns are just constantly changing, which is impossible. How do I know if you feel like a unicorn or a cat today? I don't know, which I, again, it's just stupid. But being that people started conforming to this and saying, I'll respect you. And your pronouns, because, you know, it's a respect thing. And I took the same position. I was wrong. Not going to do it anymore. Saying, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Based on what I feel or what I look like. No, it's what you are. If you veer outside of that, now you're playing the game. Now, and it's not, it, folks, it's not a matter of win or lose when you play the game. Just playing the game is a win for them. You got to stop doing it. Don't even play the game. Because what they're allowing you to do is create an alternate game outside of the, the, the game of life that we currently have. Reality, it's an alternate reality. By you feeding into it in any way, shape, or form, that's a win for them. So we need to, we need to cut that. No more pronoun use. No more calling them by the gender they prefer. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's what you're born at. You got a dick or you got a vagina. What were you born with? And pretty that's easy. it. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy Pretty easy. These are not difficult rules to, fall, to, to go by. But that's why I tell people, I will not, like, I do not respect trans people. I don't want to be around trans people. I think you need to get help. And, again, confirming their dysphoria doesn't do them any good. Uh, I think I have another T-shirt idea. What you got? Sausage Taco 24. Sausage Taco 24. I don't think people would get that. <laughs> penis, penis, penis. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Oh, my God. Um... You want to talk about this piece of shit. Uh, oh, he's black. That's right. He's going to get favorability. Nobody's going to touch him. Um, so there was a vote last week. Representative Jamal Bowden, Democrat out of New York, was called out again on Monday. Uh, so basically, Connor, the House is in session to vote on a very important bill. I think it was a government funding bill. And this douchebag um, pulled the fire alarm. Pulled the fire alarm. To try and delay the vote. Sounds like an insurrection to me. Sounds like something like that. Well, you know what he said? It was an accident. Oh, my bad. I didn't know I was going to do that. Oh, there's video footage of this douchebag doing it. I know. Like, you're in the Capitol. He had to have thought, nobody's ever going to see this. That or he just doesn't give a fuck because he knows he's black and he's protected. Because if they try and prosecute, I'm black, this is racist, and liberals will bend the knee, say, oh, our bad. 100%. 
Well, because they never found the person who dropped off the cocaine. Yeah. He probably thought, no problem. Let me do this. We we own this place. There's no way. Nobody's going to snitch on me. Representative Jamal Bowman was called out again on Monday for a statement he issued condemning his office's uh, messaging guidance on him pulling the fire alarm, which referred to his Republican colleagues as Nazis. The progressive congressman pulled the fire alarm on Saturday as lawmakers were scrambling to pass a stoppage, a stopgap bill that would avert a government shutdown. Bowman's office circulated a memo to his Democratic colleagues on Monday, urging them to defend him publicly with suggested arguments as Republicans continue to demand his expulsion from Congress over the incident. One proposed talking point in the memo titled Messaging Guidance Supporting Congressman Jamal Bowman After Accidental Fire Alarm Targeted Nazi Members of the GOP. I just became aware that in our messaging guidance, there was an inappropriate use of the term Nazi without my consent. He wrote, I condemn the use of the the word Nazi. You know, that's what I love. Um, that's what I love about this. They're so hung up on the fact that he used the word Nazi or his messaging system was Nazi versus the action of what he actually did and calling for unanimous support of the Democrats saying, yeah. hey, we should defend him for pulling a fire alarm to try and in a, in a very, and by the way, he broke law. He broke the law. Anyone meaning, again, if we're going by January 6th, Anyone meaning to disrupt congressional acts, it's it's illegal. It's illegal. You can't do that. And this dude does it. And it's like, ah, sorry, we called you Nazis. It's like, bro, that's that's not even, nobody gives a fuck. You, your people have been doing that since the dawn. I don't care. The fact that you're trying to be unanimous in supporting your sorry ass, this guy should be prosecuted and expelled from Congress. Yep. And I'm not just saying that as a conservatarian, as a constitutionalist, you got, if a Republican, if Marjorie Taylor Greene did this, same thing. Yeah. Get her the fuck out. That is, guys, we've got to stop accepting this clown show in Congress. Our congressional representatives should be professionals. This ain't it. This ain't it. This guy was a school principal. Yep. Uh, Republican lawmakers and members of the media criticized Bowman's statement on X, formerly known as Twitter. Representative Nancy Mace, Republican of South Carolina, said it was terrifying that Bowman was ever a school principal. Uh, right now, uh, House is set on a motion to oust uh, Senator McCarthy, or excuse me, uh, Speaker McCarthy. We're gonna, I'll have some live coverage of that. It's going on right now. I guess Fox wants me to tune in on that and pay for it. Hell no, I'm not going to do that. Um, interesting, I saw Thomas Massey, Representative Thomas Massey out of Kentucky, uh, not necessarily defending McCarthy, but saying he didn't want him gone. He's like, look, we need to work through this. We need to get through this because, again, ousting this guy, it's not going to solve anything. I don't know if I agree with that. Gates, they're saying right right now they're saying Gates is making a sideline spectacle of himself, one to get rid of McCarthy. Uh I would I would also call on the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene won a McCarthy. McCarthy made the promises of releasing the January 6th tapes. That never happened. Uh made the promises on a lot of things, never happened. Now they're saying we want him gone. We want somebody else. But who? I don't know. And then Massey is simply saying, like, look, we've got him in here. Let's work on this. Let's fix this. We need more transparency. Going through this back and forth. I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, though. I feel like if you're going to put somebody in that speaker position and they don't come through on it, they should be ousted. That's my stance on that. I, but I'm very, I'm very curious to hear where Massey, his reasoning comes from on this, because Massey is somebody who I have a lot of respect for. So I don't know. I think it has to do with, okay, so you get him out and then there's nobody there and then there's no leadership. No, they have to, somebody else would have to run. Somebody else would step in and run. They'd have to take another vote. I would assume. I'm making the assumption. I don't know if there's their second in line. You'd have to vote. But I don't know that there's any other better alternatives in the book. I mean, there probably is, but as far as getting the votes, mm. yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I think they're fucked. Mm. Lazy so sheep I, said, I bro, I just got the rumble alert every day. 12 PM CST. Also over on kick, kick. Did you get the alerts on time today? Kick chat normally gets the alerts. If you go to kick.com slash John Burke, 
Um, normally the alerts go out on time, but rumble alerts. Yeah, they're very, yeah. Kick was on time email. Yeah. Everybody. Yes, sir. Kick is on. So is YouTube. Yeah. Rumble sucks. I'm sorry <laughs> guys. I hate to say this, but rumble does suck. I, I hate you. I love the fact they let us host our podcast over here without getting banned, deleted. It's great. But your notification system sucks ass. The fact that we still can't subscribe on the app sucks ass. And Kick does that too. It sucks ass over there. Yeah, and your discoverability rating on Rumble is horrific. Like, you don't get discovered by other people on Rumble. It's just, it's damn near impossible. You have to have your own following, your own followers over there. That's why, guys, it helps so much when you actually share the podcast. Thank you for that. Yeah, I don't know why Rumble notifications aren't going out on time. It's bullshit, you know? But the kick alerts all are, are always on time. So, again, if you go to kick.com, Ashley Negro says, uh, at, oh, my God, you fucker. You fight. It says ashy knee. Oh my God. On, on Twitter, excuse me, on Twitch, I'd have gotten banned for that, but now I can't <laughs> fucker. Uh, that's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, rumble and Apple are the only platforms where you can listen to the podcast without watching the video. Yeah, I know. Uh, but the problem is they do, they, they do censor sometimes. Fortunately enough on app Spotify, they do censor us. We are on Spotify. People are like, bro, I haven't seen your podcast in months. They have to go research it and re-download it, and then they start hearing it. But, yeah, we're on Spotify as well. Um, all right, let's keep going. Bowman's office circulated a memo to his Democratic colleagues, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, others suggested Bowman was just digging himself deeper hole as Representative Mike Lawler out of New York said Bowman should just put the shovel down. Um, <laughs> yeah. And people are just responding to this guy because Congressional Jamal says he in a tweet on Twitter, he said, I just became aware that in our messaging guidance, there was an appropriate use of the term Nazi without my consent. I condemn the use of the term Nazi of its precise definition out of its precise definition. It is important to specify the term Nazi to refer to members of the Nazi party and neo-Nazis. And then Representative Antonio Anthony D'Esposito just simply said, geez, sound the alarm. Just don't pull it. <laughs> Jamal Bowman pulled a fire alarm in a government building because we're Nazis from Wesley Hunt, Texas. He's right. Um, Joe Conscious says, and you're really, really having a bad week. Award goes to uh, Mary Catherine Ham. says the, con the congressman's office did not know the use of the term Nazi would set off rhetoric alarms. They thought calling people Nazi was what opened rhetorical doors. This can be very confusing. Um, Josh Dawes, he tweets out. So he pulls a fire alarm. His office sends out talking points to encourage Dems to deflect by discussing Nazi Republicans. Then his office deletes talking points because they leaked and mocked. Then he throws his office under the bus for talking points. So I have this right. Bro, these are Democrats, man. These are Democrats. I mean, come on. Come on. This is what they do. And I love the fact that he's done such an excellent job at veering away from the fact that you pulled a fire alarm. Didn't it didn't isn't somewhere that's like a federal offense. I, I could swear that was such, a such scumbags. Just these pieces of shit. Just horrible. But again, this is what he did. Total dummy. This is what he did. This guy should be kicked out of Congress. Yeah, he should be. He like, should be kicked like, out of Congress. This is unprofessional behavior. This is ridiculous. If the left standards are an insurrection, yada, 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 and yet the left gets away with it, bro, this is just insane. They just play everything off like it, everything was an accident. Oh, oh I didn't mean, to, yeah. uh, didn't mean to do that. Hunter didn't mean to fly a hooker guy's out to a, yeah. Washington, D.C. The guy's a piece of shit. It's an accident. He's a Democrat, and he's black. He's going to get away with it. Can't go after the black Republican, but that black Democrats. If you do, you're a racist. Oh, my God. Here's another great one, folks. Trudeau government orders podcast platforms to register with state broadcasting regulator. 
Yes, yeah. mein Führer. Yes, mein Führer. The increasingly authoritarian government of Justin Trudeau in Canada has mandated the podcasting platforms and streaming services must register with the government's broadcasting regulatory body and actively promote meaningful contributions to Canadian and indigenous content. You, you just got to love that. You just, you just got to love that. Now, what the Canadian government is positioning themselves to do is be able to say, hey, um, you don't get to do your podcast because it doesn't fall into lines of what we want it to be about, or you're saying things that we don't care for. Folks, this is a government that has already locked down the trucker convoy, froze their bank accounts, froze their assets, put them in prison. <laughs> Dude, these snow Mexicans are just Nazis. They're just very good at covering it up. I'm talking about their, their government, not Canadians in general. It's true. You're like the most polite Nazis out there. If you think about it. What were you wanting to put in the podcast? I don't think so. You will not be doing that here. Thank you, though. Very nice of you to try. Bro, you, you just can't. You just can't. Imagining the government going out there and saying, we're going to regulate what you can put on a podcast. Uh, the FCC... They're well, I mean, worthless. They're kind of doing it now. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. YouTube, you talked about oh, yeah. Yeah. masks don't work, COVID, yeah. and yep. election. Yeah. Oh, they shut you down. Shut me down. And they do it because the government tells them to. Yep. Hundred percent. So it's. Oh, and I mean, they, we're no, already living in a police state. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They're trying to regulate. They're trying to censor as much as they can. I never thought America would be in this position. I never thought we'd get to this level, and yet here we are. Right, Just, slowly. Yeah. I mean, slowly, bit by bit. It's the the pot is being the heat's being turned up. Yeah, it's still it continues to be turned for, up for platforms like Rumble. I mean, I will agree to that. Shortcomings. Yes. I will agree We to could that, go yeah. on here and at yeah. least have a conversation about and things kick. and kick too. And kick. Kick's been good to us as well. They partnered us, so again, we appreciate the support. Um, and potential and potentially a further threat to freedom of speech, the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications (CRTC) quietly announced on Friday a major overhaul of how independent media operates within the country. Uh, claiming to be a regulatory plane to modernize Canada's broadcasting framework, the CRTC said that online streaming services operating in Canada with at least 10 million or more in annual revenue will need to register with a broadcasting regulator by man. All you're simply saying is if you're a loud voice, you got to come check in with us. Right. That's what it's saying. If you're a loud voice in Canada, you need to come check in with us so we can control you and control the information that you're putting out. That's what that boils down to. That's insane. That's just, insane. but this is what they do. This is what they do. Fascism at its core. So last, most certainly not least, you got to love this. Uh, the swimming world cups plan for transgender athletes backfires. Haven't read the article yet. Can anyone take a guess? Would you like to venture a guess how their plan to include a transgender category uh, in the world cup has backfired? Can anyone venture a guess how it's backfired? Would you like to take a guess? Nobody's going to swim. Is that it? Nobody's buying tickets. Yeah. Nobody's buying tickets. The Swimming World Cup's plan to allow transgender and non-binary athletes to compete at the upcoming events has faltered after its gender-inclusive open category races failed to attract any entries. The World Aquatics introduced open categories in its 50-meter and 100-meter races across all strokes after voting in June 22 to prohibit, to prohibit transgender women from competing in women's elite races. The category, which is open to those whose gender identity differs from their birth sex, was deemed as pioneering pilot project on its launch. However, 
Days before the Swimming World Cup is set to take place on October 6th through the 8th in Berlin, Germany, it has been revealed that no competitors have signed up to compete in the newly created category because nobody wants to watch you fruitcakes. It's just these people. It's just these people. These people putting it on. Those are the only people who want to see it. Folks. Perverts. Go to a fucking <laughs> peep show. That is bad. That is that is really bad. When you sit there and you say that, and this is what I love about it. We were right on this. We say, look, if transgender people want to compete and they want to compete against, you know, whatever their biological, just against other trans people, which basically just means it's an open category and nobody signs up for it. Because women aren't going to do it. Women aren't going to sign up for it because they know that if there's a man posing as a woman, he's going to beat me. Men aren't going to do it because they have these things called balls. Because if you compete against a woman that pretends to be a man, what did you really win? That's like picking on special needs kids. Like you won, but who did you beat? That's the biggest question. So that's why people are saying, I'm not going to get in that category. There is no benefit for me to compete against an open category of men versus women. I, as a man, I would want to compete against other men. Unless it was in something like, say, for example, shooting. That's different. But if it's a physical competition, I want to compete against men. I don't want yeah. to compete against women. So that's why I said nobody's newest by nobody wants to watch these people. There is no allure. There's no pull. It's ridiculous. But be my guest. So great job. How much money has been spent in the pursuit of getting these people their own bathrooms, their own competitive? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> We've hit the point of ridiculousness for a long time ago. And at least now. I love the fact that at least now we have data that suggests of like, look, we tried this in Germany and it went down like a fart in church. You know, <laughs> it was not a good idea. It was not a good idea. We should never have done this. How much money, how much money have you spent setting this up? How much money have they made? I think is a better question. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's why I think it's the motivation for a lot of this stuff is that yeah. these people who say they care, and oh, set yeah. up these things and they get Until paid. Until it comes time to reach for your wall, it's like, oh, yeah. we don't care so much. Like, okay, we're going to have the school pay for all this stuff yeah. and put all this on. We're yeah. going to get all this money yeah. and then nobody's going to shut. They don't care. They just made a bunch of money. I love it, though. I love it. I love the fact that it's embarrassing for the trans yeah. community on the international stage that, yeah, you say you want all these rights, but none of you nutted up, no pun intended, to actually participate in this. Like, you didn't. Like you just kind of like, oh, we we want the rights for women on the front line. How many women are on the front line? Not a lot, not many. So good job. I don't know. Uh, it's it's ridiculous, but at least now they've got the proof of we. And they'll continue to do this because what people don't seem to understand when it comes to sporting events and putting butts in seats, it's not about the stats. Mm -hmm. It's not about the points you can put on the board. It's about entertainment value. Now, the points on the board is a factor in that. But overall, it's entertainment value. I have watched women's WNBA. I, I've seen this, and it's boring. I'm sorry, but even men's basketball is boring, but it's more entertainment than women's. I'm sorry. One of the most entertaining sports out there is either football or hockey. One of the two. Why don't you see transgenders trying to push into hockey more? You don't. How many starters do you see in the NFL that are, that are trans? None. None. There are no women... Pretending to be men getting on that defensive or offensive line. It ain't going to happen. Put your money where your mouth is, fruitcakes. Go out there and do it. You're not going to do it. So I think people are getting fed up. They're like, dude, this insanity needs to stop now. And you got the proof. You know, the entertainment value is not there. Women's soccer was a big proponent of like, we should get equal pay. It's like, but you're not entertaining and you suck. You're not nearly as good as men. Because in, in, in conceding that fact, you have to say men are better at soccer. Does it make men or does it mean men are better at everything? No, that is not. That's not what it means. 
But women have this idea, these liberal women have this idea of like, we can do anything men can. It's like, no, you can't. Like, pee standing up. No, you can't. You can't do it. But, yeah. And they'll say, well, women can do anything a man can. Well, then prove it. Do it. Well, I didn't mean me. Well, then who are you talking about? Somebody else wants, you want somebody else to fight your battles for you? If you believe it, go do it. No, I can't do it. Same with the trans thing. You got to love it. So, well, that does it for today's episode, folks. Hey, again, before we get out of here, don't forget, we got the tarred and feather shirt and stuff that is now up on the website at johnburke.com or allamericansavageshow.com. Go check it out. Uh, it's the merch page. You want to support the show? You like the shirts? Hey, why not? These things are great. They fit great. They feel great. Made right here in America. Um, AmericanSavageShow.com or JohnBurke.com. Go check them out right now. What are you waiting on? Limited run. Once they're gone, they're gone. I mean, we can order more if y'all like them. If, if you if we get enough and people want, you know, I want to get a shirt, that's fine too. Um, JohnBurke.com or AllAmericanSavageShow.com. Same website. Go check it out. Support the show. Or you can subscribe over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash John Burke. Support the show directly. We appreciate it. We'll be right back here tomorrow. I wasn't here yesterday. I had to pack up. I was moving. Moving to the new house very soon. Excited for that. Uh, if you want to rent a house, let me know. No, I'm totally not going to rent it to a listener. That would be so fucking weird. But uh, all right. We'll see you all tomorrow. Same time, 12 p.m. CST. Streaming on Rumble and Kick as well as YouTube. Uh, until tomorrow, you got anything to have, man? You guys have a great night. And as always... Please back down, Laura Trump. Please, please back down. <laughs>